Hi, Sophie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the Snack Covenant, episode 254. Wow. Sophie. Yes, Sin. I have some bad news. Oh, no. A great evil is upon us. Not again. And it's going to consume the universe unless... Unless... We can tell it the story of Bloodborne in five minutes. So the story of Bloodborne starts with an academic institution called Bergenworth that is led by a guy called Willem. They are very interested in guiding and controlling human evolution, and they are exploring this old labyrinth, and they find this blood that makes your body change, and they also find an underground civilization of superhumans that are called the Thumerians, and they think, okay, Thumerians using this blood to become superhuman, we should also use the blood to become superhuman. Oh no, when they use the blood, they turn into monsters. Further research is needed, so they decide, okay, we have to study these hypothetical things, but they do exist called the Great Ones, that are like the apex of all evolution. If we understand how they work, we understand how all evolution works. Miraculously, they find one called Koz, who is worshipped as a deity at a fishing hamlet. They travel there with a group of, we assume, mercenaries called the Hunters that are led by a guy called German. They kill Koz, dissect her, and find inside her her unborn child. They take the unborn child back to Bergenworth and start researching it. There they find out that, okay, this unborn child children are the key to this because the great ones they are so evolved they have lost the ability to reproduce so children are the thing that they covered if we understand children we can understand them so they start using the remnants of the child to try contacting the great ones one of the scholars there called rom actually makes contact and she turns into a giant spider so willem's like okay we need to stop for a bit and think about how this is working then there is another guy called Lawrence who is younger and more ambitious and he says, you know what, actually I think I'm good, I'm going to take this blood, I'm going to make my own mad science lab and do this myself. So he takes the blood and he leaves and he goes to a city called Yarnum with a bunch of his friends and there they found a quote-unquote church that is actually a mad science lab where they are experimenting on the people of Yarnum to see what they can do with them. It's basically like Yarnum becomes a laboratory. doesn't work very well. They all start turning into beasts. They need the hunters to control the beast population. It gets worse and worse and worse. Lawrence is like, okay, time for plan B. Going to kidnap another baby. So Lawrence finds a baby, kidnaps a baby from a bunch of vampires and uses that to beckon another one of the great ones. This one's called the Moon Presence. In beckoning it, the sky goes purple, the moon goes red, and that is the sign that basically reality is breaking down. You can travel between the material world and the sort of dreamland where the great ones live. So Lawrence takes German there and he says, okay, German, you wait here. Moon Presence, keep German okay, keep the hunters okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to come back with baby number three and it's all going to be fine. Lawrence goes to the labyrinth to look for this uh, other baby, but unfortunately he dies and he turns into a beast. It's not very good. So then within the healing church, there was a guy called Nicholas. who was like, I think Lawrence had the right idea and we should do that again. So that's when the game starts. So we wake up in Yarnum after a blood transfusion. We have amnesia. We've... All we have to go off is a note that says seek pale blood to transcend the hunt. We wander around Yano and we discover that when we die, instead of actually dying, we go to the dream where German is, and then from there we can sort of go back and forth between Yano and this dream. So 
We go to the healing church and say, hey, uh, what's this pale blood thing? And they don't know because they're all dead or beasts. So we're like, all right, let's go to Bergenworth. Go to Bergenworth. Oh, they're all dead or spiders. Turns out Rom is holding back another one of these red moon things because Mikolash has decided it was a good idea to do that. So we kill Rom. We shouldn't have done that. Red moon comes down. Everyone gets fucked. But... When the red moon comes down, we also we start hearing a child crying, and we see this ghostly woman in white who is looking toward the moon. We find ourselves in the ruins of where Michelangelo is conducting his weird ritual. We find a note there that says the thing in the sky now that was pale blood all along. Oh, okay. Because of the pale blood sky, everything is like we can travel back and forth between there and this weird nightmare place. We go there, we find Nikolash's disembodied consciousness that is pacing around, calling out cause, 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 trying to get cause to notice him to lift the curse. He's like, cause, please uncurse this and also make me a great one. Cause does not care. <laughs> so we travel through this place. We find the child that Nikolash has there. He's actually got the baby that Lawrence was looking for the whole time. He's using that to beckon cause. Cause, of course, doesn't care. The ghostly woman in white is there. She is the baby's mother. That's why she was looking for it. We defeat a creature that is guarding the baby, free the baby's soul. Woman bows to us. We then go back to the dream, say, hey, German, we did it. Then the game can play it in one of three ways. Either we can be freed from the dream. Uh, we just wake up. We can fight German. And then if we fight German, if we have not got enough kind of Eldritch Wisdom in our head, we just become the new German afterward. But if we were successfully, like, enlightened by our experience, we become the Great One. We sort of become the next step in human evolution. So we actually, like, achieve the dream of Bergenworth at the very end of the story. And that's five minutes. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Sin. But I have a confession to make. Uh-huh. There is no great evil. I just wanted to see if you could do it in five minutes under pressure. Why would she do that? Sophie, do the outro. That was Bloodborne's story in a mere five minutes. And if you enjoyed this format, let us know so we can do more stories in five minutes. Like what? We could summarize the MD Geist movies. I think that's something you should do. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Sin. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.